Hey, welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. Hello, the two of you. Hey, hey Linda. And hey, everyone listening. Great, yes. so great glad you to, joined yeah, us. Yeah, great to be a part of this exciting podcast. That's right. We're going to be bringing you some amazing content today on how to set healthy boundaries in your marriage. I'm Dr. Linda Travelute, the host of the Winning Family Podcast. And hey, we want to get you involved in what is happening here. And you can do that by liking and subscribing to the podcast and also share, share this information with people that you know that need it just as much as you do. And at the end of the podcast today, I'm going to share with you how you can get your hands on a hot little copy of Rodney's new book, The Winning, oh, excuse me, The Double Win. That's it. We have The Winning Family Podcast and the book is The Double Win. So excited about that. So guys, we're going to talk about how to set healthy boundaries in your marriage, which is probably one of the most important topics, I think, in marriage. But I'll let you tell. I'll let you share yeah. uh, what what that topic is for you guys and, and what as you work with families and you mentor them mm-hmm. throughout the uh, week, right? Well, we protect what we love, right? Oh, so yeah. we have to protect the marriage because uh, there's a lot coming against the marriage yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot in our world that can come against it if we're not prepared. That's so it. we protect what we love and we have to set boundaries. Love it. So we get to chat about that. Yeah, it's. I think it's one that, uh, again, there's so much in our culture today that is. Um, I don't know. I. It's. It's just the. It's the socially acceptable norm, and whether that flows into corporate America, whether that flows into maybe just our perspective, of our own personal perspective of what you know is acceptable or unacceptable. There's just a lot of things that you know can get a little tricky you know, really fast Mm -hmm. if you don't have a plan in place Mm -hmm. to help, you know, safeguard your marriage Mm -hmm. and to protect, as Michelle was emphasizing, just what is most near and dear to you, you know, obviously your spouse. And obviously we do, you know, uh, face a real adversary who's out to steal, kill, and destroy. So Mm -hmm. he wants nothing more than to wipe us out. And sometimes it's not through the big you know, huge, you know, thing that happens, it might just be the little things, you know, a text message on a phone, you know, saying that suddenly is the first tip of the domino that leads to other things, Mm -hmm. you know, and that can eventually um, run and destroy a marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Michelle, you said you protect what you love mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys were gonna go down this trail or not but my my when i heard that i'm like wow so i wonder if people stop protecting because they've fallen out of love or they don't love as much as they used to what are your thoughts on that i think we get used to things sometimes you know i remember growing up we got an alarm system in our house and uh we you know you're set up to protect your home and everything is good to go and we had a new home and a new neighborhood we lived on the back side of the neighborhood and uh we left for church one evening and came back and the garage door was open and all of our important things were sitting in the middle of the garage well the thing is we forgot to turn on the alarm system and so the we had a great alarm system but we forgot to turn it on we forgot to do the very thing that we set out to do was to protect what we had so i think that there are certain things that we can do ahead of time to put things in place safeguards in place systems 
in place, you know, we do systems in our business right. and uh, we t protect things like that. But our marriage, it, we think we can kind of go with the flow and you, you can't. You yeah. have to be prepared, have systems in place to protect um, that which you love. So yes. we could talk about some specifics on that. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's taking the offense. It's, yeah. it's being proactive mm -hmm. instead of reactive. Mm -hmm. And I think if you are being intentional and being proactive, and you're doing it because of what's important to you, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, in, as Michelle just alluded to, once you begin to, you know, maybe take each other for granted and, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden, or maybe it goes back to even, you know, the example or model that we had growing up. So it was like, well, my dad used to do this or my mom used to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and everybody I know you know, they're able mm -hmm. to do this or they, they're involved in that. And so it's like, well, if it was right for them, if it was okay for them, then what's the big deal? You know, no harm, no foul. Well, again, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's like if, if you want to avoid, you know, um, getting burned, we'll, we'll just make the common sense decision. Don't go play with fire. Yeah. You know? And so sadly, a lot of, couples without even realizing it maybe they're not playing with the fire they're getting really close to it mm. you know mm -hmm. and they they're they're just flirting sometimes with um situations or circumstances that it will mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. you know a negative effect mm -hmm. you know on them and ultimately you know it's the little things that sometimes again that creeps into the relationship so, so you think people are just kind of naive at some time? At, uh, in some cases, they're naive to think that they could never um, fall into temptation or, and maybe we should even define what that is. Mm -hmm. When someone says fall into temptation, what, how would you define that? Well, I think it's, temptation is a compromising situation. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you are, putting putting yourself or allowing yourself to be put in a compromising situation in many ways you're almost already you're you're already kind of bought into the lie or the myth whether you want to say it's naivety mm -hmm. you know that I'm naive or I just didn't know but there are some things that you just have to really think about you got to you got to take the extra step and think about you know what you're doing and why you know, it might be perceived, you know, um, that something is not healthy or good or appropriate. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the lines can be a little blurry yeah. and therefore we have to be the ones who decide what those lines are going to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like I said, a lot of people maybe just have never been maybe taught that they haven't been exposed to that. And so therefore they kind of carry certain behaviors or mindsets into a relationship that really is almost like setting them up for failure yeah. because when they're put in a compromising situation and they're suddenly confronted with that temptation, now all of a sudden, you know, it's too late. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the decision has already been made. So anyway, it's it can be extremely tricky. So, I mean, yeah, we can get real specific, you know. Yeah. Well, when you examples. think of, of life and you think of marriage and family, you think of all the different... Um, atmospheres that we are in mm -hmm. so we have our social world we have our children's um, world maybe we're in there in sports or uh, 
some sort of you know music or theater and and you go to those events and you're around other families or maybe sometimes you go by yourself and uh the husband's going one way the wife is going another way and you're exposed to uh, to other um fathers and mothers uh obviously the workplace we're exposed to different people in the workplace and now with technology the way it has been for many years now is that we're so easily drawn into mm -hmm. something on our phone direct messaging and that sort of thing so i think in all of those worlds we need to as a husband and wife set up uh boundaries you know that that we we have in place that we're protecting ourselves mm -hmm. um so we could talk about some of the things that we've done yeah and Maybe before we even give some of those examples, um, really at the core of it all, mm -hmm. it's building trust right. in the relationship mm -hmm. and it's creating a safe environment in your relationship and in your, your marriage, your home, mm -hmm. where there is a high level of trust. And when you have that high level of trust, it breeds security, you know? And so if when trust is suddenly eroding mm -hmm. or in question, then what does it do? It creates insecurity. Right. And so now all of a sudden we're, you know, we're the private investigator, you know, already suspicious. Mm -hmm. We're looking for something. We're trying mm -hmm. to find, you know, something. And, uh, and that's not healthy either. So, yeah, I mean, in, in our home, for example, I mean, I would say technology, the privacy of, for example, like our, you know, our cell phones, um, I would just say our cell phones in, in and of themselves is a blessing and a curse, yes, yes, you know? I agree. And so, yes, the blessing and the, and the convenience of it is we can communicate, we have access to anything and everything. The downside of it too, it can be our own little personal private world yeah. where all of a sudden we are protecting that private world and we're not allowing our mate, our spouse to enter into mm -hmm. our world mm -hmm. where we have access to everything. And the pushback might be, well, that's that's my personal, that's my space, that that belongs to me, you know. Well, when we get married, the Bible says the two shall become one. So we're one. We're united together, not just physically, right. mentally, right. spiritually, right. emotionally, you know, financially. What belongs to Michelle belongs to me, and what belongs to me belongs to her. Right. And so we share that and we're unified in that because we are one. So if there's anything that I'm trying to hide from her, then that simply means that there is something I'm trying to protect because I don't want her to be exposed to what it is that I'm trying to hide. Well, that's not an open, honest, transparent relationship that creates trust. Right. That creates suspicion. Right. Right. So it's eliminating all of the gray areas mm -hmm so that we again are putting those safeguards around our marriage to protect us from the enemy who's trying to eat you know, it's like the scripture says don't give a foothold right. to the devil so if you you crack the door open well he's going to kick it wide open mm -hmm. so keep the door shut and keep it locked <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of you know giving the devil an itch mm -hmm. so i think again that's a practical Thing there but I think it's you know in in the in the marriage relationship you know in, in in obviously in what I do as well as a pastor I mean our staff they have all of my personal passwords 
I mean, I have, I am probably to a fault, but I mean, like there's no hidden agenda to anything that I have. I have access well, to everything. Not our bank account. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, let's make it clear. But let's make it clear. All social media. <laughs> yeah. All, Even, yeah. That's you know, a safeguard. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things. I yeah. don't, I mean, plus I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to technology. You can't anyway. remember your password anyway. <laughs> and when yeah. I use the right password, still it'll work. But, but I need to feel comfortable to pick up his phone. Yes. I, he, he feels... I feel comfortable with Rodney picking up my phone at any time. Mm -hmm. Obviously has my password to get right into my phone. The same with him. And even our staff, I feel comfortable that they could pick up my phone at yep. any time. Yep. And um, I would not be embarrassed right. whatsoever right. by what is there. Yep. And there would be no question mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of integrity. Yeah. And uh, that's just a safeguard that we put in place. That's that's why I want to be. I want to be. Mm -hmm free from that. I don't right. want to carry a weight of something that right. I'm hiding because when we hide things, it weighs us down. It does. hundred percent weighs us down. Does. I was thinking also kind of a safeguard that we put in place that's a positive is to know each other's love language mm -hmm. and to speak that language to each other as often as possible. Um, something that we've put in place in the morning, Rodney meets my love language of uh, the physical touch. He comes over every morning and gives me a hug and a kiss. We start our day that way. Mm -hmm. That is a, yes, a he's given the fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> he's worked on that. That has not come natural. You get points today. That has not come natural from the youngest of four boys in his family. Well, so That's awesome. Because, yeah, it's a safeguard yeah. because I, I feel loved, appreciated, noticed. And that to me sets me on my day that he cares when he thought right. of me when right. he got up this morning. And um, that's just something that we have set in place over the years, obviously our, our technology, but also in meetings and things we have, obviously we're in the ministry, so it's somewhat different than just being right out in the corporate world, which we had a little discussion about before we started this podcast. But for our staff, for Rodney and I, we do not meet with someone of the opposite sex by themselves. And 100% not behind closed doors. Right. If right. you could maybe be in a place where there was yes. uh, windows yes. or in a coffee shop, but we, yeah. we, re we don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, we always have someone with us, but um, there are things that you can do to set in place a mm -hmm. friend of ours that he has to meet with females and then a female friend of ours has to meet with mm -hmm. males by themselves yep. um, they will meet in public place most mm -hmm. of the time and our our friend um, he will call his wife as he's walking into that meeting saying goodbye I love you goodbye I'll call you after my meeting mm -hmm. and so that the person sitting across from the table with him has no question whatsoever right. where his heart lies yes, yes so good. i i love that that's safeguard good. that they've put mm -hmm. in place mm -hmm. yeah and i've even and I, again i know this is and, and i'd love for you to speak into this in a second linda because obviously you work in um, the corporate environment and some of the things that obviously that you work in and people you work with mm -hmm. i know this is their everyday world yeah and um, so we're kind of maybe talking to some people it, what we're suggesting might be a little extreme, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. We just have chosen, it's like Bill's saying, just, you know, we've just chosen to go the high road. We've took, mm -hmm. taken the high road for the very sake of understanding, A, I am committed to my wife. First of all, I'm committed to God. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to ultimately answer to him. I'm ultimately accountable to God, but I'm also going to ultimately be accountable to my wife mm-hmm. and answer to her right. in the sense of what actions that you know I choose to take. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just making a wise decision, it may be an inconvenient, mm-hmm. very inconvenient mm-hmm. decision to rather than hop in the car out of convenience or to save gas to ride to a restaurant with a female, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my yeah. own car. I'm gonna yeah. meet mm-hmm. them there. Right. Right. And they, you say, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, the big deal might be that I'm at an intersection yeah. at the red light and it's just me and some other lady in the front seat who's not my wife. Mm-hmm. And suddenly somebody pulls up next to me, sees me, recognizes right. me, waves right. at me, and they're looking at the other person like, well, that's not Michelle. Right. Man, who who is that in That's the front right. seat? Right. Well, it may be pure, innocent, no no big deal, but the perception suddenly exactly. is now gone wild in somebody else's mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And so rather than giving that a place or an opportunity, mm-hmm. we just eliminate it altogether right. to avoid right. those kinds of right. situations and also those kinds of perceptions. Yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. you yes. know, it, it's just, again, you have to, prioritize what is most important. Mm-hmm. If that's a core value, right. you know, in your marriage, right. then you both have to work hard at upholding mm-hmm. that core value mm-hmm. and owning that in your everyday decisions. Right, right. And, and, and I think just not having close friendship with someone of, of the opposite mm-hmm. sex to where mm-hmm. you're having more intimate co- conversation, right. deeper right. conversation, right. H- heartfelt mm-hmm. Heart, conversations. Yep. Right. I think it's safe safer to keep those with people of the same sex Mm -hmm. so you're for me for my girlfriends or my sisters you know to have those kind of heartfelt conversations Mm -hmm. are and even praying with someone of the opposite sex it's really you know you have to be really really Mm -hmm. careful Mm -hmm. with that because prayer is very deeply emotional and very close Mm -hmm. to the soul Mm -hmm. and uh you have to just just put guardrails Mm -hmm. up and Mm -hmm. be just be careful bring someone over to to pray with you together or something like that but um and just any situation when you know if someone me as a female this happens occasionally you know someone i might ride on the elevator with someone and they have their little dog i have my little dog and like that's a cute little dog you know and well we should get to they might say to me we should get together and and walk the dog sometime (laughs) well no (laughs) no thank you no has somebody somebody been hitting on you in the elevator (laughs) no but i'm serious we cannot open i mean that's right that right. would be something that would be out and right. walking down the road down, you know, yeah. but you cannot mm-hmm. open any tiny little right. door, right. you know, at right. all whatsoever. I think it's just the emotional side of things. You yeah. cannot allow flattery right. even to come into your heart at all. Just, right. just thank you. Yes. Thank you. And yes. just keep moving on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know, even with flattery, one of the things that Ted and I do, my husband, Ted and I do, we made a pack that we would never compliment someone of the opposite sex on how they look that's good now there's difference though if wow, i say you look hot today <laughs> yeah no, no. not coming from me <laughs> now i might say rodney i like your shirt yes. i might refer to your sh- that shirt is a great shirt yes but that's different than saying you know rodney you look great i mean that's yeah. totally off that's just not appropriate so that's one of the ways that we safeguard that's great um, I mean, there's really there's good. a distinction there, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think too, 
sometimes we think we're stronger than what we are, and we have yeah. to always re- remember that we're human. Right. And none of us could say, I will never, ever mm. have a desire mm-hmm. that is not appropriate mm-hmm. because we're human. Yeah. And so we have to be able to put those safeguards up to just know that we could fail. And right. why do we want to give, like you said, that uh, foothold? Foothold, yeah. right? We well, have to safeguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David in the Bible was a man after God's own heart. I mean, somebody that was remembered, spoken of, someone who loved God. If he can stumble, mm-hmm. anyone can stumble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 One other thing um, that we've always encouraged couples, you know, don't don't speak negatively, don't be critical about mm-hmm. your spouse right. to someone of the opposite sex oh, at good. work. That's good. You know, again, it may or be over lunch or coffee. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, right. but what yeah. happens though? It's sending a message right. like, "Oh, he must yeah. not, or she must not be happy at home." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like the other person's, you know, mind is like, "Wow, this is a green light opportunity." Mm-hmm. You know, so it's we just again we have to just keep our guard up. We have mm-hmm. to be aware of places that we potentially might be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and if we are aware Mm -hmm. or conscientious of being put in a certain if i it's like this there are going to be certain people that i'm around that may cause me to be compromised Mm -hmm. and there are going to be certain places Mm -hmm. that i'm going to be exposed to that may put me in a a place of compromise Mm -hmm. so if i know where those places are and i know who those people are and I avoid that altogether. Right, right. Bible says to avoid all right. appearances of evil. Mm-hmm. So if it smells like, feels like, sounds like, I'm not going mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the moment I go against that is the moment I have literally just opened the door for the right, enemy right. to use that place or to use those people to put me into a trap. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's just... I'll never forget, this just popped in my head. I'll never forget, years and years ago, we were on spring break with our kids, and we went to uh, beach in South Hilton Head, South Carolina. And um, anyway, I'll never forget being out on the beach, and there was like tons of these seagulls that were just like hovering around. They were landing right there in front of us, and we had a blanket. And we had those little cheese, you know, little cheese, little crackers. And so we were kind of like flicking them out there. And so as you can imagine, there's just a big crowd of those seagulls, you know, suddenly begin to uh, hover around and they got closer and closer and closer to where we were because we kept throwing those little cheeses closer and closer where we were sitting on our blanket. And out of the corner of my eye, I see the seagull that had a hook mm. lodged in its beak with the little dangling uh, you know, uh, the fishing line. Yeah, the line mm-hmm. on the fishing line. And it had been, you know, he had been hooked. Mm -hmm. And it was that reminder, that visual reminder that the enemy wants to, you know, he's throwing out the bait to see if we're going to take it. And he's trying to, you know, position it Mm -hmm. get we get closer and closer and closer to that trap to where eventually we're hooked. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, we just have to know that we are, we are fighting a real enemy 
The Bible says that the spirit is willing, mm-hmm. but the flesh is weak. Yeah. And if we're not spending time with the Lord, if we're not preparing our heart, the Bible says to above all else, mm-hmm. the wisest man on who's ever lived next to Jesus, King Solomon, said the single most important thing above all else, the highest of highest priorities is to guard your heart. Right. Why? Because it is it determines the, the course of your life. Right. So we have to protect our hearts and make sure that we safeguard that in a way that yeah. allows us to take. Yeah. I make, love my dad's quote on, on that scripture as well, that the, the mind will justify what yeah. the heart believes. Because mm-hmm. we will begin to, if we're feeling something emotionally, we'll start to justify right. Right. what we're thinking, our actions. Right. And uh, so that's why it's so important that we guard it. We go ahead and put those things into place, those systems into place that we, we're already guarded and we're protected so that our mind is believing truth right. at all times. Right. Mm-hmm. So the boundaries cannot be moved mm-hmm. based on where your mm-hmm. heart what your heart feels like that morning or that day. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Because if the heart justifies what the mind believes, that means that there are lies, there are deceptions, there are false truths that we have accepted into our mind that has become truth. Mm -hmm. And therefore it has entered into our heart. And so we are justifying and rationalizing that to make that lie be truth. And a lot of times that's where a lot of couples will say, well, I deserve this Mm. because of the way I've been treated or, you know, he or she, this, and all of a sudden, because of, again, justifying, reasoning, rationalizing, it's okay for me to do this, this one time. And what's this one time going to hurt? I hear that a lot. And so it's just, again, (laughs) You have to go back to what we would tell our child, you know, if you don't want to get burned, don't play with fire. Mm-hmm. Don't even go buy a pack of matches. Right, right. <laughs> don't pick up a cigarette lighter. Yeah. Just avoid anything and everything that smells like smoke. Just don't go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to just be committed to that mm-hmm. and know that God's going to honor that. Mm-hmm. We will be blessed. We will receive the blessing if we do what's right and honorable and we live a pure, innocent life, mm-hmm. that's what we're called to be and do as believers. We, in this, in this evil age, the scripture says, and I think it's Ephesians 5, in these evil days, mm-hmm. make the most of every decision. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of every opportunity to be wise and to make good with the precious time that God has given us so that we don't waste it or squander it mm-hmm. on things that eventually robs us from the very thing that God mm-hmm. has come to give us. Mm-hmm. I think another safeguard as we wrap up is that we envision our future so that we want to look at our future. Where do we want to land it? Part of our whole shift method is to start with the end in mind that happens with our kids, with our families, mm-hmm. with our relationships. So. Where do we want to, what do, what do we want people to say about us right, at right, the end? Who right. do we want to be there right. to celebrate our life? And, and at our 50th wedding anniversary, what, let's envision that. Right. What do we want that to look right. like? And uh, what, you know, we want our kids to celebrate. And what do we want to pass on to our children? Mm-hmm. We start today, you yeah. know, 
yesterday's pages have been turned and we start today. So no matter where we're at, we can make these choices and put these safeguards into place mm -hmm. and protect our marriages today. Right at this moment when we're hearing right. this, we're talking this through, we can make the decision. Life is not a chance, it's a choice. It it's a choice that we make every yes. single day. Yes, yes. So as we wrap up, maybe we could even encourage our listeners and viewers to maybe make a point of sitting down with their spouse yeah. in the next couple of days yeah. and make a list together of boundaries that they will not cross. That's good. Boundaries that they will put in place, such as what you guys mentioned, uh, not driving in the car with someone of the opposite sex, maybe uh, what sharing your passwords mm -hmm. with one another. Just mm -hmm. simple little things like mm -hmm. that that can keep those boundaries tight and in place. So would you take right. us up on that challenge? That's yes, right. I'm talking to you, listener. It'll be worth it. It That's will right. be worth it. Let us know. Yes. If you did, we would love to know that. Send us a, a message. Let us know. Or if you have questions about uh, certain yeah. things, that maybe a situation that's happened with you and you want to talk about, mm -hmm. just send us a message. And we also have a monthly mentoring program that mm -hmm. we get to discuss some of those type of things. We, we just have open conversations. So mm -hmm. we'd love to, for you to be a part of that. You can go to thewinningfamily.com. There you go, yeah. winningfamily.com. And you can also go there to get a copy of Rodney Gage's new book, The Double Win, and sign up for their mentoring club. Are you guys still doing the three free 30 days of mentoring? Yes, we Yes, are. we have two books that people can choose from. It's our book you just mentioned, The Double Win or The Family okay. Shift. And the shift method that Michelle just mentioned, that, that whole book is built around those five specific mm -hmm. areas that are, mm -hmm. we believe are the key to helping live a life of intentionality. And uh, But you can have both of those for free when you sign up for a 30-day trial. Let me clarify. Um, you can have one of those. One of those. <laughs> I was say, sorry. <laughs> you, you you guys the are business one. side of me yes. jumped in. Pick one, yes. But either you way, one, yeah. whichever one you choose, yes, um, you can, you can you. have it for free when you sign up. And it's a no-risk opportunity. But we just invite people into the conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, they have access to uh, articles and to videos and to uh, you know, past, you know, talks that we've done. And mm -hmm. we have a Facebook um, page that people, it's a private uh, group that they can be a part of to have, to keep the conversations going. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then plus we do a live th one hour live zoom call. And that's all we do. In fact, we actually have one, Coming uh, up. next Wednesday night to be, a, to be a, a matter of fact, um, where it's a one hour live Zoom call. And that's all we do is just answer questions, you know, that, that couples mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. parents are looking direction and guidance with. That's, that's our heart. We want to help them with every ounce of encouragement we can give them. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Thank you guys for sharing your wisdom today. Thank and, you, Linda. And we uh, appreciate you listeners. If, if you would go and subscribe to the podcast so that you can have that automatically delivered to whatever platform you listen to podcasts on whether that be itunes or an android device or maybe spotify i know there's many different options and then hey would you consider sharing this with someone that needs it someone that uh just like you might be in a scenario where they want their marriage and family to thrive and this podcast getting it into their hands letting them know about it it could be a game changer for them could save their marriage could save their family so we uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with us and we look forward to the next time